Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, Creaseman. Hamish. Hey, I'll fold you a good one. <laughs> That's not the crease that I was thinking, but that's good. Uh, Ahoy to me, Fogo. Jack. Fogo, all right. Like a pogo stick, but with an an acronym. It's really, you're right, you're right. It is kind of, oh, it's kind of acronym-y. I'm the long stick. We all have sticks. Mm. I'm, so I'm a creaseman, yep. but I have a stick. Yes. Jack's a fogo, fogo but, but he, I have he a, has a stick. Like a pogo stick, I guess. Yeah. You, and what are you again, Ando? The long stick. The long stick, <laughs> not surprising. Congrats on the LS. <laughs> not it's commiseration still on the IP. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm in defence, and so oh, I get this along this stick. Is this lacrosse? He's got ah, it! I can't believe that! Yes. Well yes. done. FOGO stands for face-off, get-off. So you do the face-off at the start of the game and after and each away, goal Jack. and then normally go straight to the bench, I think oh, is what they're wow. saying here. I haven't watched too many of the lacrosse games. Hey, Creaseman, you're the attacker. Hangs out close to goal. Get it to the yeah. Creaseman. Score goal, it. go home. Yes, score goal. No, you have to say. <laughs> face-off, get-off, score goal, go home. Hando, what are you doing? You're just, a long stick. I just quite like the fact that Jack is the – I'm the long stick. I'm a defender who's the longest stick. In the back line. I, yeah, oh, I mean, really? I I can't say I've ever watched more than one minute of lacrosse. Like, you see a highlight here and there, but I'd have no idea how it's played. No. But a longer stick, well, yeah. I guess it can reach up higher in the air and grab the ball. Yeah, I or suppose. Can, you can, like, can would, you poke people with the stick? No, no poking, I don't think. But I think <laughs> that you, well, I would imagine you want to be more nimble with the smaller one to be able to flick goals. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe you would you would catapult further with a longer stick, would you, from the back? Oh, line. like the tennis ball throwing stick with the dogs <laughs> yeah. in the park. The wanger. Yes. Interesting question on the wanger. I was actually mm. thinking about this the other day. Is, the, it called, is that what it's called? The wanger. I don't know, isn't it? I've just always called them wangers. <laughs> well, the, the, like that. the stick with the tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, the stick what, are they, what are they called? Oh, I right. think it's called a throw stick. Throw stick? <laughs> well, you know, you see them, they use them in the cricket nets too yes, for the throwdowns yeah. and stuff. So is that an Aussie invention? Because oh, and and if you're the person that invented the throw stick slash the wanger, yeah. are you a millionaire? Oh yeah, I reckon you, you've they've, done. They've you've done. Oh no, you're easily a millionaire. Or, every, oh, uh, yeah. but would everyone steal the design, or is it just one brand? But maybe he's patented. Can you patent yeah, yeah. that? Oh, you'd that, have to because yeah. it is pretty smart to go. It, uh, when you just flick it, just yeah. perfectly, it releases yeah. the ball at that speed. Carl, can you grab us the oh. inventor yeah, get, of the get, wanger on the phone by the end of the up? episode? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, just oh. search wanger. <laughs> just search wanger online. She's saying they're, called, be... they're called chuckets. chuckets. Oh, chuckets. Okay. No, you're not a millionaire. They've missed out on a good branding opportunity <laughs> when they didn't call them wangers. Tell you what, I... Carly's eyes went a little wider when he typed in wanger. <laughs> I might need to take my computer to the other room to thoroughly research this. Um, ahoy also to Rachel in Brisbaneham using the very easy to use system at hamishnady.com to upload audio of what she's been up to. Ahoy boys, Rachel from Brisbane, currently sewing old towels into door socks to stop the cold breeze coming under my door this winter and I'm pondering... In the situation of a partner or roommate walking into the toilet when you're on the toilet, 
Is that a totally powerless situation for both parties or does someone have the upper hand there? Thank you. Great question. Great question. Um, well, I, I mean, it depends that, on demeanour. If you sit you on the toilet st- and just go, hey, mate, can you pass me? <laughs> and you're just really cool about yeah. it. I mean, if you're sitting on the toilet and someone walks in and you just stand up full frontal and spread your arms and go, this is who I am, <laughs> get a great look. I mean, no one's expecting that level no, of confidence. So no. you, but even you remaining, have to be quick into it, though. Even remaining seated and being casual. I think would give you the power. I think if someone walked in and you're in the middle of your business and they went, oh, sorry, you went, no, come in. <laughs> come Sit in. down. <laughs> come on in. What do you I've mean? actually been meaning to talk to you. That is a power move. Yes. Um, Haim, something that has been brewing in the background for a while. We get some Time leads, for an update. Then we follow them up and we're like, oh, is this progressing the story? Is it the same information? Yep. It's the croc bombshells that we're getting from the Northern yeah. Territory of Australia, Couples. where uh, obviously uh, it was the two uh, spectacular croc jumping tour yep. and then the original croc jumping tour. They refuse to admit that the other two, the, the either of them, ex- uh, each other exist. Yep. But um, I've got another And then the, the real bombshell was the piece of information, and we won't go into it here, but just to quickly recap, that original was the second business mm. in the market. Mm. So very rare you would think for the second business to name themselves original. They obviously felt they did have a claim to the originality of the idea of holding chickens out on sticks to make crocodiles jump. Because you would, you're right. And it all came about because if you see spectacular jumping, croc jumping tours, you know they're second to market. Yeah. And in this, in this, this is where this is coming. This is where the bad blood starts mm. by them both going, hey, we thought of this idea where, where we've got claim to this. Got an email from a person called the Territory Informer. So, anonymous. Boys, I work for the NT Government Parks and Wildlife Commission. So, okay, this is what we wanted. Someone high up. I've got someone on the inside. And someone neutral for the first time. Yeah, that's true. Or so we hope, Jack, because yeah. uh, I hate to uh, I hate to wake up your naivety, but sometimes those in government are not always neutral, okay. my friend. He goes... I've looked at our records. We issue licenses for croc tours to operate. Correct. So he knows. And back in the day, things got so bad between the operators, we had to officially step in and mediate. So there already has been peace talks between these companies. Mm. Because again, to bring people up to speed, we were hoping to perhaps win a Nobel Peace Prize if needed (laughs) by getting everyone around the table and negotiating a croc piece. He said, the outcome being that the bridge, I remember I mentioned the bridge. It feels like one of them is north of Bridge One South. The bridge is in fact now an official no man's land and neither shall pass onto other side. The person who said that there is a big rivalry between the operators wasn't exaggerating. Back in the old territory days, there were lots of shenanigans going on between them. <laughs> That's what I want to hear more about. What, what yeah. were the shenanigans? What shenanigans? If you've got any yeah, other yeah. intel. That is an area we'd like fleshed out. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is funny that the Northern Territory is such a fun place. Like mm. it's, it's so much fun to visit mm. and live there. But there always is talk of the old Territory days. Like the, it was like something happened 10, 20 years ago yeah. where the Territory started getting a little bit more formalised. Yeah, like probably It felt like you could get away with stuff in the Territory because there was no speed limits in no. the Territory and then they're like, all right, right. hundred and ten. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll come in line. Yeah, yeah hundred and thirty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. We'll put a number on it. But 
we don't love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we want it high. We don't love yeah. it. So there was just there just seemed to be like quite a lot of slack, yeah. and that was that was something that people a lot of people enjoyed having that level of slack in their territory. He talks to the shenanigans, and he says it's now evolved to an easier, flat-out refusal to acknowledge one another. Okay, great. As for the best tour, he said, turn it to your end of your trip. Come up, try them both. You guys make the decision. Now, obviously, he's trying to press a little bit of tourism for New, New mm. T, but he has got a point. I mean, we'll promote the tourism, so whether we go or not. Yes. Um, um, if we can, t- I mean, if we do get up there to negotiate a truce. You'd have to take both tours. Yeah. Have to is take there both a way tours, we but, what, but do... what we don't want to start is a war by taking the one tour and all unanimously deciding that one's the best. Actually, and we should have to do war. this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is like <laughs> Kofi and Arn sitting down going, hey, come on, guys. <laughs> Let's just agree to put aside our differences, mm. even though country A is clearly better. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. That's not what the UN's so, for. So we won't do that. Um, territory well, we reformer. should. Here's the oh, thing: we obviously want to go on. We're going to want to go on both tours. Yes, but really, with the intention that we're going to bring together the, the similarities. Yeah. Should here's we a do reason, a blind ta- like a blind taste test of Pepsi and Coke, but with might, the tours? Oh, that would be hard. Like but we not blind, a bad idea. blindfold so we just, on, so we never we, know which is. The, we we don't like, know what tour we're on. Yeah. We open our eyes and we see Crocs jumping, and we mm. yeah independently go. I enjoyed the second tour the oh. most. <laughs> <laughs> <And then laughs> That's so the no, guy guys, would this, have this, to wear a non-branded top. Yes. Yep, and they wouldn't be able to say where they are. Yes. Here we might not have to do it. I've got an email here from a, a young man and loyalty card holder, mm-hmm. Kip. Kip's a Darwinian. He's a resident and yep. he goes, look, I'm heading out that way Great. this weekend. Okay. That's this, this weekend coming. Um, he said, I am going to find myself on the spectacular jumping crocodiles cruise with my partner. Mm. He said, unlike Andy's, um, Victorian hose of money, I didn't buy my ticket. I had to win it in a local, uh, <laughs> in a local voucher form at the Darwin Travel Expo. Very common man. Oh, good stuff. Because the spectacular jumping tour is slightly more expensive. Is it a dollar or two more expensive? I than... think it. Oh, I can't remember to be honest. Anyway, he's heading out. He's won it. He's very excited. Hmm. He said, "Look, I would be happy to go on both in an undercover weasel-like fashion." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah, great. that's good. That's okay. great. So he goes. I, he's, so he's offering his investigative and diplomatic services. He goes, if down the road you'd like to use me as an H&A special envoy, yep. I will be happy to do that too. But I, So I wrote back to him and I said, look, first mission, don't say who you are or where you, who you're representing. Hmm. Go as a spy. He said, look, I, he goes, I suggest that I could weasel some information on the following topics. Origins of the dispute. When was jumping discovered in the Adelaide River? <laughs> Who was second to market and how they got the naming rights original? Mm-hmm. Who ticketed first? Mm-hmm. Who saw jumping first? <laughs> Current beef or issues between the two? <laughs> Any compromises or previous mediations that have been had? Mm-hmm. Point eight, interest in participating in H&A sponsored peace talks. <laughs> Nine, interest... That's not what a Yeah, I'll tell him, don't do that. <laughs> Keep that undercover. Nine, interest in bringing the bridge down or permitting the other party to venture past the bridge. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. And add to that past shenanigans. Past shenanigans. Yeah, past shenanigans. Yes, we'd like to know shenanigans. So I'll give Kip that info. What shenanigans has taken place? See if he can get it out of both of them. Do you feel that, you know how we're saying, okay, we want someone to take them both and give us an unbiased, you know, nod. Yeah. Maybe we should take that off. the. That's not what this show's about. 
It's more about, we don't care which well, one's the best. We always choose who's the best on this show. <laughs> that's that's one of our core tenets. Well, I'm just saying, I don't I think... think we, yeah, I think I we actually put think... a lot of weight on our personal preferences. <laughs> I don't think Kip can go and do all those questions yep. and then have the natural experience of croc jumping. No one goes there and asks of the history so deeply. <laughs> well, we've got a real tourism fan on our hands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And Let's also be clear, too, that the idea of peace talks, again, gentlemen, I bring you back to the notion that it is not deciding who's the best. That's my point. In fact, okay. yeah, yeah, it's it's saying, guys, that's not the point of what's going here. Yeah. We've got to learn how to get along yes. together. And what, what is the best the, outcome if we did go up what, there at I'll the tell end what of the year? This is, I'll tell you what this is really about, Jack. Mm. It's about getting someone from Spectacular to say, no, they're the best at original, and someone from original That'd to see nice. the good in Spectacular. That's what real peace is, yes. seeing the positive in each other, not having it that? decided by a third party yes. that you are, in fact, if, the best. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like if we could get them together... If we could get them one to of take them each other's tour. And one of them compliments the other. Yep. Oh, take each other's tours. Nice. Take each other's tour and, not and go a like hug this. at the end. And, and not say do something nice about it. And not do this yeah. when they say something. Go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No eye rolls. <laughs> no eye rolls. No giggles. <laughs> yep. Jackie, you just wanted to. I thought maybe the uh, we do some sort of event when we get up there. If they agree to come together and have peace talks, we hold some sort of party on the bridge. In the middle of the bridge, they come yep. and shake hands, the two tours. And yep. then the town celebrates and we all party into the night. It, it's like, it's North Korea, is it's very North-South Korea that you meet, or Berlin, really. Berlin, it feels what, like what very Berlin What kind of bridge are you guys envisaging? Basically the bridge from Berlin, like from yeah. like right. Cold War movies <laughs> yeah. between East and West Berlin. Yeah. It's I know a, it's, it's very a very hotter than that. Uh, it's, a, mine's like a, yeah, a tiny, tiny Sydney Harbour Bridge. Right. It's like a, a very... Well-used highway. (laughs) It's a road bridge. (laughs) It's a road bridge. Cars. Shut it down. If we're in the middle of it, cars are going at 130 kilometers. (laughs) I'm right. It's a freeway. It's it's like it's it's quite a. I uh, still like it, Jack. Though I still like the idea that maybe meet under the bridge. Can we do that and bury a hatchet under? That's where the crocs live. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually both ways. It's dangerous, but I actually think I'd prefer on top. On top of. At least you can see him going. (laughs) Yep. But I like that's the symbolic. That's the symbolism. Where it needs to be somewhere that is neutral territory. That's the outcome you want to see. But first, Kip, let's get an answer to all those questions from Kip. And can you ask Kip to do this as well, Ham? As soon as he gets off, I know we're not huge on voice notes here, but as soon as he gets off one of them, give us a report. Just give us a quick one minute. And then, because I want the immediate impact of the of yep. of that that tour, and then as soon as he gets the other one, same thing, immediate Smart. first impressions. Smart, great stuff. Ando, mm-hmm. a concerning dossier came to my side of the fence. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned this to me. I don't know the details of the dossier, but um, the heading yep. is. Special skills misappropriation and weaselry. <laughs> weaselry. Now, <laughs> weaselry. Now, who could that be referring to on the team? Well, I don't have it's, anything to do with special skills, but I have been labelled a weasel, so I guess is it something I did? Well, you don't have anything to do with special skills. Like I, I, I don't, I don't in, interfere with any of like the no. mm. you're warning around, of though, the. You, 
Oh, you certainly you see I've them witnessed, happen. Yeah. You witness them. You see them in the studio. You come up to the rooftop sometimes just to casually cast an eye over proceedings. Yeah. Clear up something here. I, I, Jack, I would never say would weasel his way into any special skills mm-hmm. and compromise any of the competition. No. Absolutely no, not. No. And no, no, no. He wouldn't do that, nor would he try and affect one of the outcomes. No. Not there. He's, but he's Switzerland yep. in that regard. Very and good. squeaky clean record. Mm. However, would he ever weasel his way into the contact details of someone oh, that, that had registered for a special skill? This came in from a young man called Michael Wilson. Okay. Michael Wilson, people might remember on the show, being the record-holding largest amount of h and coin-winning people of all time. He assembled <laughs> IKEA furniture with the <laughs> skills... Of a savant. You laugh, Mr. Weasel. Why do you laugh? Because <laughs> uh, I guess, I mean, I feel like this is, this weaseling was done six months ago, so a weasel thought he was out of the bushes, I guess. <laughs> a weasel's poor prince never back fade. in the hiding on this one. But yes. No, unfortunately, yep, the weasel guy, has been caught in a weasel trap. This guy, uh, he can put together IKEA furniture in express time without instructions. What a Lightning great, time. What a yeah. great special skill it was. Beat Jack. That was a day you were involved in special skill, Jack. He beat you. You had instructions. He did not. Yes, and, and I was going. Abs- I was. I thought I was actually moving so fast, and yep. he beat me by. I was only halfway done when he finished. he smoked that yep. um, that desk set. So hey, he you've got all with, yep. you've got all the information here. Mm-hmm. We've thought we should start up. We should. Yeah, we uh, should start a special court. <laughs> In the regular podcast system, requests for goods and services with no intention of exchanging money for them are considered especially heinous. The dedicated detectives who investigate these tight-ass incidents are members of an elite squad known as the Special Weasels Unit. These are their stories. I am taken away. <laughs> he writes, It's with heavy heart I feel the need to reach out and report some concerning behaviour. Earlier this year, I received a text from an unknown number Mm. claiming to be Mr. Jack Post, requesting I come and help him assemble some IKEA furniture. At first, I assumed this to be some kind of joke or a scam, but a quick bit of social media revealed that Jack was indeed putting in some IKEA wardrobes. I was, however, forced due to work commitments to decline. Mm -hmm. Mr. Post did not accept my answer. (laughs) He continued... He continued to send me the begging emoji. (laughs) And I can say, Your Honour, this is now me speaking as me, that I have seen screenshots of this and it is not, doesn't paint a great picture of Jack. It's disturbing to see. It's disturbing to see. The begging emoji also could be used as the thank you emoji sometimes. So maybe I was saying, thank thank you for your time. Thanks anyway. (laughs) Unfortunately, it was in a begging context. (laughs) My manager, Chloe, shout out, is a big fan of the show, but she would not have been overly happy if it came out that I called in sick because Jack told me to come over and build some wardrobe. (laughs) Most importantly, and this is why it qualifies, this is why it's not just misappropriation of personal Hamish and Andy data from the special skills list. How this is what qualifies. Sorry, we'll get to the Yeah, how did you get the number, Jack? Yeah, yeah to put the bed down. How did, you, how did you get the number? I think I didn't. It's not like I hacked into the system. I either went to Carly or Mike, who work on the show, and said, would you please pass on the <laughs> the winner of the IKEA Furniture's details? I want to talk to him privately. Talk me through. I want to talk to him privately, so it makes it sort of sound like I want to say, well done, mate. Thanks again for coming on the show. 
Talk me through the thought process that led you to, I know the solution. (laughs) I was a desperate man. I, when we got to, we moved house over summer and I built the wardrobes myself on the IKEA Mm. um, digital platform where you you get to make it um, a little digital version. You didn't build it, you just... You just put it together well, online sorry, yeah. Yeah, and you wanted <laughs> I, someone I else to It's like playing The Sims but yeah. for, for a bedroom. Yeah. I accidentally made it way too tall and way too big. And <laughs> when it got there, it came in 88 boxes. Are you joking? Yeah, no. 88 boxes? 88 different boxes. Did you get it wrong by a factor of 10? (laughs) No, it was just like, because the doors are in a different box and the hinges. If this guy wants a 20 meter high wardrobe, (laughs) who are are we to say no? So So let me get this straight. Did you make it too big for the room or it's just, wow, it's a lot of wardrobe? No, it can fit to the the top of the room, Mm. but I just, um, like no one could ever reach up there without a ladder. Yeah, I just measured the room and I was like, all right, I can get up to three meters, yep. and I'd made it two point eight meters. And then it wasn't until I was building it that I was like, this is way too high for a wardrobe to go. So I have all the eighty eight boxes open. Everything's all over the floors. It's day two of me trying to put them together, and I and thought I'm I need a miracle here. <laughs> and then who popped into my mind but Michael, the IKEA genius? And I thought yeah. he might get a kick out of it, like. Oh, I get to go to Jack's house. And, <laughs> oh, what a great oh, I get to go to Jack's house. But you already built a house using that that theory with all your friends. Like, oh, I might be able to go and do some tiling. Jack, it sounds to the core. Heard, I actually heard this season of The Block, the winners don't win money. They just get to go to Jack's house yeah, at the end. What a, get a real kick out of it. Hey, Jack, it sounds to me like you were desperate, right? Yes, I was. Like you would have done anything to get that that built. Yes, Anything it seems, Andy, except pay actual money. <laughs> I because thought, I Michael thought... writes, <laughs> Michael continues in his email, more concerningly, no compensation of any kind was offered at any point really? to me. And it would appear Jack has taken it upon himself to use the special skills register as his own personal slave workforce. <laughs> Weaselry of the highest order. It, it really makes me wonder who else he's taken advantage of. Mm. Well, Jack, I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be honest. And I was meaning to pay him. But what I did <laughs> well, I've seen the text yes, message, yes. and at no point does it say, What's your rate? No. Can I hire you? Because I wrote it in such a way that he might do it for free at first. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if he didn't want to, then I was gonna obviously offer payment. Of course. Well you you didn't offer you didn't no, even no. throw it in. You didn't even, while you were begging for him, like, please, yeah, please, 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 please. That's when you would you, probably bring up a money. That's when you'd be like, oh, of course, mm. you know, mate, oh, whatever it costs, I'm I'm in over my head, I'll pay mm. you handsomely. Yeah. And you got the tech. I'm surprised I didn't do that because I would have, I was so desperate. Yeah. I saw a blank face, I saw a blank sort of look come over your face there when I said the phrase, whatever it costs, I'll pay you handsomely. You've never written that, have you, Jack, no. to anyone? <laughs> I would never <laughs> use the term handsomely. <laughs> <laughs> I would use the term mates rates, question mark. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Jack hit the little clanger at the end of the. So, did you get him built, Jack? I had to build it. It took me five days. Yeah. Starting first thing in the morning to last thing at night, lights on at night, still drilling away. Unbelievable. They're all wonky as well. Jeez. Yeah. And did you um what about um what about the part of the house where you had to guess what brand of baked beans it was? Did you call any of the special skills people for that? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jack, I want to do a keep it or delete it. Okay. Because I want to go hard 
at how disappointed I was at the service of a big company. Oh, right. <laughs> could be, they could be a real friend of the network. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you guys find out that this is deleted, it might, it might be deleted. We might all decide that we should delete this or our company that uh, runs the podcast for us might lean into us and go, hey. Delete that. Delete that. Well, I hope it's not one of the companies I feel passionately about. Um, no, no. No, 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 Great. no, 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 no. E.g., you know, Hertz, for example, I'm no, no, passionate no. about car rental. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> and it's always been a, it's a, been a passion of mine for a long time and mm. I'd have to defend it. No, no, no. You, you, neither of you will feel the need to defend this, I don't think. Okay, so it's not one of several peanut butter brands. <laughs> <laughs> no, Yamaha but... <laughs> slow guitars that Jack might need to defend. All right. Well, I think remember how this works. I think Jack's about to play the keep it or delete it. If you guys hear anything after that, the break remains. But if not, <laughs> it has been deleted. Off you go, Jack. Keep it or delete it. British Airways is who yep. I'd like to go after. Yep. I was traveling to uh, Sweden from England with my mum and dad and Beck. Yep. Right, and because my mum's disabled, she normally has to go through a different entry in a uh, wheelchair, and so normally takes a bit either much quicker than us or much slower. Yeah, because you think they'd let her jump the line, right? I think they let her jump the line, but sometimes you have to wait for um, the assistants to come and find you know they're, they're on rotation, they're wheeling yeah. down, mm. around different people. Can I just say, Ando? Yeah, take Mark to Disneyland. <laughs> you, won't you won't regret it. <laughs> She's just going to sit and watch me do all the rides <laughs> as I wheel her up. Tell her to bring a book. <laughs> you, you guys will have a fun day. Yeah, okay. That great. is a well set up system. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so um, Dad loves doing the push because he sometimes gets through the, the, the fast lane and he yep. says, see you later, very smugly as he wills through his pass, <laughs> his human body pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beck and I had uh, gone through the, the traditional customs lines. Dad often just goes, he likes being early to things, we're going to go straight to the gate. There was about 40 minutes. Oh, man, so I Beck wouldn't and, even be at the airport by then. Exactly. So I said to Beck, well, let's go sit in the lounge. There was murmurs of it being delayed. I went up to the person in the lounge and said, is it going to be delayed? She said, oh, no, you should all go to the gate. All go to the gate now. I said, Do I have right. time for a massage? <laughs> Sir, that's only available in the first class lounge. Where do you think I am, babe? <laughs> <laughs> of course, Mr. Lee, right this way. Must be nice. It is. Thank you. <laughs> I said, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. So I said, Beck, you stay here in the lounge. I'll go chat to mum and dad, see what's going on. Went down... And the airport at Heathrow was one of those ones where they actually kind of check you in the gate and you go into like a glass box. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the kind the of pre-check-in, the holding box. Yeah. yeah. How many? Sometimes you feel like, haven't we done this already? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two or three in a row. Yeah. So they're getting us all in the holding box. Yeah. yeah. So everybody You don't want to get stuck in the holding box either. If you have an option of being in the box or at the food court or whatever, yeah. or lounge, mm. yes. then... You've you got to be so careful about going in the box. Once too early. You can't yeah, get don't out. go in too early. I see mum and dad in the box. <laughs> I'm like, yep. what are you doing? He's like, come. He's, he's waving to me. I'm like, no, no. I'm not going in the box. Because there's no food or drink in there. <laughs> I'm not going in. He's like, no, we've got to. And I said to a lady, what's going on? Is the flight delayed? Um, are we about to board? And she says, yeah, I think so. I think they're just, we're checking everybody in. We're checking everybody in. It did seem suspicious. So she didn't really answer me. So. I go through, right? 
They're thrilled they've got me. I reckon they, you can see on their in their face that they're like, yes, we've got one of the big fish. What do, they, do, do, they, do they get prizes for the most amount of people <laughs> they get in the box early? So we get in the box and they close the, the doors behind us. And at this point I'm like, so you're oh. sealed in the box now, like, like a David Blaine trick, like a mass mm. magic trick. And I said, oh, can I understand what's going on? She said, we'll tell you in a second, sir. Um, uh, and I said, oh, but just my, my partner's actually at the lounge because we heard it could be delayed. And she said, oh, she'll have to come straight down here. We'll be out a letter in. And I said, well, what's happening? Are we? And she said, I'll tell you in a second, sir. <laughs> All the staff, British Airways staff, left the box, right? Oh, here we go. This is a Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> film. Something's happening. One staff member came to a microphone on the other side of the glass that had speakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sign. Uh, <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> had speakers. Attention box people. <laughs> this is your you, life now. <laughs> you absolute pieces of shit. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you in your box. Yes. He gets on and he says, Attention, everybody heading to Gothenburg. Your plane is cancelled. <laughs> you now live in a box. <laughs> you there are 10 meal packages, but only 130 people. If you have seen Squid Game, you'll know what happens from here. <laughs> and so I'm saying to Dad, we can't protect Mum. We have to. <laughs> he says, no, what she's, we- she might be your token to get yeah. out of the box. You, we are going to open up the, the bridge, the air bridge. That's what they said? Yes. You will walk down it because that's the only way out, and then go downstairs and go straight into arrivals. All your bags are on a baggage claim already waiting for you. That's sneaky. So they w- waited till everybody was in the box to call it. <laughs> You've been boxed and now you're out. So now people you're, are now starting you're to go, the airport. Yeah. what, what? And he's on the other side of the class and he says, no additional flights have been booked for you. <laughs> and if you've got a problem with it, have a go at me. Try and get through the walls of the box. You can't. It's military glade, bulletproof glass. <laughs> box people suck. Staff rule forever. I'm out. Pretty much. No flights have been rearranged for you. Please don't try and book them at the airport. We do not have the resources. So they're essentially saying go elsewhere. Kick, kicking you out of the whole airport. Uh, kicking you out of the airport and saying for all of you that was, that had obviously planned to go to Sweden tonight, mm. have a think about where else you might like to go. <laughs> May I remind you, Sweden's not the only place in the world. Paris is particularly lovely this time of year. Would you like to go to Paris? If you need accommodation, you cannot claim anything more than £200 per person. Drop mic, walks off. <laughs> so... Dad's going, I think I think there's stairs at the end of the air bridge, which my mum can't do. I said, Dad, we're not. We're we're not doing we're not doing this. We're gonna go back to the lounge. And mum's like, we can't, we've been told, you know, she's you know, only okay. one way out of the box. <laughs> it is squid game. It's only this one is... way out of the box. I grabbed mum and wheeled her down to the far end and hit an emergency exit thing. Great. And an well, al- well. alarm went off, the go- the doors opened, I wheeled mum out of there, and they crashed down and had a go at me. And closed the day that we closed the, the doors behind dad. Did more box people walk out with you? No, or dad, my no, mum, no, and I. Because you had the token, you yeah. had Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we were, we still had to leave. We had yeah. to get back to arrivals somehow, which was hard to do because once you're through customs, yeah. they don't quite like you going back yeah. the other it's, way. You're swimming against the stream. You don't know really how to get out. Got our bags and had to go to a, a book our own hotel and then get another flight. Now, just another day. 
Yeah. That's awful. What it's was Beck doing this whole time? I think just having another Drinking round champagne. of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but they never got her in the box. No, she was never in the oh, box. Well done. No, yeah. lounge people were having fun. <laughs> yeah, laughing. People. Probably had a security camera looking down at the box. And <laughs> <laughs> betting on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's squid game. It's absolutely. <laughs> Beck had a golden bear mask on. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> the guy with the lady in the chair. He's smart. He'll get out the exit. <laughs> and uh, it's been a few weeks since our request um, for the Cheeky Boys toilet map of Australia <laughs> yes. to be um, user-generated. Mm. And, and should we say that's just a brand, Cheeky boy, Boys and Girls? Uh, Sorry, any... yes, we were being Cheeky Boys by developing the map, yes. but, of course, we want all um all Whatever toilets, you identify. Like, ex- yes. Accessible to everyone. Yes. Um, but it was invented by two Cheeky Boys <laughs> who uh, <laughs> acknowledge that public toilets are helpful but not always available. And they're not and... always of the quality that you love. And sometimes you need to know where a toilet could be used, <laughs> even though it's possibly only for either customers, mm. staff, guests, mm. or members of that office building. Still a race, I would say, between the big paper brands as to who will sponsor our website eventually, mm. whether it mm. be Quilton, <laughs> um, Sorbent, Sorbent. Yeah, yep. all the, yeah, yeah. But um, well, I mean, would they even sponsor this? Because you're talking about customers here who shun going at home, who are <laughs> no, out on the road yeah, playing away games. We don't shun it, but we are mobile people who aren't. We're not purchasing. We're not bringing our own toilet paper. No, but each, that's a whole new map. That's paper. just that's the private tree map of yep. Australia. Mm. Or so you think it's more of an opportunity for toilet duck or one of the cleaning services? Yeah, that's true. More of an industrial cleaning <laughs> agent. But still one of the toilet paper brands could come on and go even have a little logo on public toilets that go, this public toilet uses Quilton. And it gets oh, like I don't an- know that, Jack. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cutting a deal with each individual toilet. It's just, someone's just buying it and chucking it in there. Well, you might have. Every, every time right, someone thinks there is in the market and then suddenly <laughs> someone is a game breaker. All right, well, let's, for example, I'm just randomly selecting one here okay. from the map. Northbridge, WA, okay. uh, the, the Guzmani Gomez, okay? Yeah. So, for example, it's probably just the manager of that store, Jack, that's ordering the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sorbent would know that they are stocked at the Guzmani Gomez. Yeah, so but sometimes door. fast food restaurants do like a Coke a deal, deal yeah, or a Pepsi right. deal, so maybe you could do the deal with your toilet paper as well and then the whole franchise gets the same toilet paper. Okay. Yeah, that's Anyway, yeah, that, that is true and it's – we continue to ponder yep. um, how that the corporate side of this will work. <laughs> this is a great example of someone that submitted one. Mm. It's already got 4.3 stars yep. from people rating it. Um, the, the Guzman toilets tours are very easy to access as you walk into the store. Just a quick ponder of the menu is all that's required, then walk straight <laughs> past towards the bathrooms. It's so, that stuff that we need to yes. know. Yeah, Because sometimes toilets are easy to get into without being detected, mm-hmm. and then other times... You have to walk past a counter, and that yeah. creates some anxiety for people that they're going to get busted for using the toilet That's without true. purchasing something. This um, one's from Orlando, Florida, Ham. Yeah, oh, great. The Four Seasons Golf Club. He said, now "That is a toilet. You don't. You almost just go there for the toilet." <laughs> he said, "Enter the club and directly on your right are the bathrooms." So I think that's helpful to know that if you're going to a club, members would know where they are, so you can walk in with a sense of authority. There is no member check-in, is what he says. So you uh, feel free right to, get, to go right in. 
These bathwords are impeccable with plenty of stalls. Treat yourself to after bathroom complimentary lotion, mouthwash, or, mouthwash or shave cream. <laughs> oh. I mean, again, that's mm. a full day out. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's one where I'd go. Mm. Do we do we just go there for this? Yeah. How's this handle? Sky Tower. Um, this is in oh, Auckland, in, Auckland in New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. You're free to go about your business anywhere in the entire city, and no one around here will bat an eyelid. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're just going in the street. Yeah, someone, someone's like, I've just actually read the description here. Um, that's because uh, everywhere around here is a huge asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people are registering. <laughs> so they're taking their other gripes out. Uh, and abusing the map in that way. Nice most, I was going to say, most, most, nice most of them you. are above board. From our New Look, Zealand uh, listeners. Um, hey, but I will call- say this. There's one in Antarctica I noticed that is for real. It's at the McMurdo Scientific Station. Oh, yeah. And they just simply say the dining hall is the pick. No need to pay. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but it is obviously hard to get to. Yes. But should you find yourself in Antarctica, mm. you, you know, because you, you can actually... You could do severe damage if you try to go to the toilet outside there. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get frostbite, frostbite. And all yeah. sorts, in places that um, you don't want to be bitten on, let alone frostbitten on. Uh, a submission for one in Melbourneham, Brunetti Classico Carlton. Toilets nice. are at the very back. Pretty that's bougie nice. too. Waiters are always too busy to notice. I've actually been there and that's true. <laughs> 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 They're absolutely getting, they get pummeled. They get pummeled by, that's the sort of the, let's go see a movie on a Sunday afternoon and have a biscotti and a cappuccino yeah, crack. Okay. Yeah. And they get hammered. There's snowed under. And it's also a bit horseshoe shaped. So you can, you know, you don't always have visibility from if waiters are over the other side of the restaurant. Yeah. Mm. And also when you're, when you're a waiter too, I never, I never did any waitering because it just seemed like hospo just seemed like you worked too hard for not enough money. Yes. But if you're a waiter, like I imagine just getting pummeled, you're not stopping anyone to go no. oh, on top of this. I'll, I'll try and police the toilets. Yes, mm. true. Um, go well, nuts. It'd be good for everyone to continue to load up. And, um, and Jez is obviously the man that's going to look through those that maybe aren't as helpful like the one yeah, from no, Auckland and let's just, let's, just keep it, <laughs> let's just keep it to the helpful ones because this is going to be an extremely uh, helpful tool, Ham. I mean, people are, people, are, people are using it. People are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I've got a – I suppose it's a conundrum mm. um, to bring to you. You remember the this whole thing started because I was explaining to you guys that there's a strip of shops near my house and out the back is the toilet that's technically owned by the butcher. Yes. It's a staff toilet. And it's sort of, there's a car park that fits about eight cars, yep. staff cars. You're not meant to go back there as a person. Yep. Okay. It's just bins, mm. staff cars and toilets. I do go there because there's just no convenient toilets in the area. Yes. And after I go to the cafe, things happen. Got an email from the owner of the butcher. <laughs> 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 and I feel like it's my responsibility to bring this up. He yeah. goes, hi guys, Josh here. I'll try not to take up too much of the precious time that you save by conducting daily God in 60 seconds, Hamish. <laughs> Look, long story short, mum and I are proud owners of the butcher's shop that Hamish frequents and, by extension, owners of Hamish's preferred dunny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whilst we would like to state our appreciation for him choosing not to plug publicly our toilet on, our toilet on the podcast, make no mistake, we're already well aware of his post-coffee exports. <laughs> 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 now this was unfortunately news to me. Yeah, that I is, think that's you, a shock. I thought I was absolutely getting away with this. And yeah. 
I still think to some degree I am. Like they might have just put two and two together here and figured that's this out. That's got it. That that is like a scene that in a hurts. movie when you're like, "There's cameras in the house," you know, that or hurts. we've been bugged. No, yeah. yeah after the after the heist, yeah, you just look up and see the blinking red light. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. I think I mentioned to you guys there is the locking mechanism's broken. Mm. And so it's sort of, it is a high risk maneuver. Anyway, I had never been, a, I'd never, no mm. one's ever come in. Like no one's ever yeah. gone, what are you doing here? I thought I was just absolutely getting away with this. And I was thinking of putting myself down for, on the cleaning roster, which is on the back of the door, because I am using it a lot. <laughs> because I'm happy to put a deal on the table in exchange for not including our still very private toilet in your National Cheeky Boys toilet map of Australia. <laughs> I will bestow one symbolic key to Hamish. Please keep in mind that the locking mechanism is broken and that the key is symbolic in nature. So it's almost like a key of no value. You can choose to assign whatever level of symbolic security to the key that you wish. So once you have this key, you, Ham, you might may use the toilets at your leisure and you'll be considered part of the team. You'll be allowed up to 10 minutes of usage at a time of course, I will then have to fold you into the toilet cleaning roster, but this can be discussed at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... So what? Are the, how do you feel about that now? Do you get more confident to go there or are you feeling now you've been caught? Well, my question to you guys is, what is my obligation here? They are asking to be kept off the register. I mean, in, in essence, I would be receiving... This is weasel behaviour mm. because, in essence, mm. I will be receiving a benefit for withholding this information from the public. Yes. If, and my head went straight to take the benefit. Yeah, well, my... Thank you, Jack. That's one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the opposite way, but what I think... So I'm the swing vote. What I think I would have done was <laughs> I would have gone, shh, shh, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. So I couldn't be implicated in the decision at all. Now I do hear, and now I have heard about it. But. Well, you didn't do sure, sure, sure. You heard the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but normally. What do you mean? What you would have done? <laughs> well, my point is, normally, if you're about to, you know, put a moral impasse on someone, you go to them. Hey, you might not want to know about this, but there's yeah. some, you know, skull. So he says, if you include the toilet on the map, or you don't respond to this, it will be considered a direct offence. I will, therefore, I will therefore be forced to alter the sign so it reads for employees of this butcher only. That includes you, Hamish Donald Blake. <laughs> yes, right? yeah. He's threatening to yeah. name and yeah, shame wow. me on so the toilets. That's fair because you're naming them. I bet I've never yeah. named them. No, no but, you, you will them, be but I would be putting them on the, yeah. on the map. What are you thinking? What about this? I think I, I put... We see if we can put on the map a zone. <laughs> <laughs> like Airbnb. This, it doesn't tell you this, where the exact yeah, house is. This butcher lies in a zone. <laughs> a zone. So for any listeners that are really keen, they could try and find the toilet. But I won't be just saying specifically where it is. <laughs> and for room. not fully betraying yeah. the butcher, they then give me three minutes a day. <laughs> not ten. So it's a it's a it's a it's a smaller deal that I'm prepared yeah. to take. Yeah. I'll take three minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And but I haven't named them publicly, and I've put a zone around where the butcher may be mm-hmm. in Sydney. But how many? That way, butchers yeah. Are how how big is the zone? zone? I mean, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to include three butchers. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that doesn't take people very long to figure it out. Well, I mean, how desperately do they want to use this toilet? Jack? It's not that flush of toilet, man. It's got no lights. The door's broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. I think it's a good deal. Put that to him. I'll put it to him. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.